All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good evening, folks. It's time for episode 35 of It's News to Us, your daily podcast, taking a look at the day's stories uh, here locally in Richmond. Uh, and we'll we'll get right to it. Um, this was a story we had some inkling on early in the day, uh, but it took some time to confirm it. Um, State Historic Resources Board member Anne McLean uh, resigned effective August 1st. Um, and you may remember, and because we've discussed her a couple of times here, um, she had made an appearance on Richmond's Morning News with John Reed, which is our morning show, you know, full disclosure, in which she made some inapt comparisons uh, between uh, the war in Ukraine and the Civil War, also said that secession wasn't treason, and suggested that the South actually said the South would have ended um, slavery in five to 10 years had the civil war not occurred, which is not something that most historians uh, agree upon. Well, she and the governor had a discussion um, and she tendered a resignation and it was effective as of the first, which was Monday. And I think the wording from the governor's office that, you know, the governor made it clear yeah. would lead you to believe that this was a rather forceful discussion. Yeah. yeah that this was, this was not a, um, a friendly chit chat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was a you're resigning. Here's why you're resigning. Please. If you don't, then I'm going to force you out. Yeah. Um, But but again, this is a you know, it allows everyone to to save face. And the governor stressed that he did not agree with the comments. Now, I will say this. Her appointment was controversial to begin with, in part because she was a rather strong and rather vocal defender of the Confederate monuments. And, and of course, in many respects, that ship has sort of sailed. Yeah. And the governor has, has said on occasion he's not restoring the monuments. Now, he he, right. he has equivocated a little bit on, on, on you know, how much support he, he had for them, but they're, they're not coming back. And she was a very vocal supporter of the, of the monuments. It's very similar to uh, uh, closing the barn door after the horses uh, leave. Very, very, very much so. And this is, this is the second uh, appointee of the governor to a minor board. Third, if you count the, the cabinet secretary, uh, Andrew Wheeler, who, who, who failed to get appointed, um, you know, and is now serving as an advisor, but. Um, you mentioned the, the LGBTQ plus. Yeah. Yeah. This was, um, and uh uh, his his name escapes me right now. Yeah, um, I can't but, um, remember it either. But um, but he um, Casey Flores. Sorry, it yeah, took me a yeah. second. To, um, but he actually stepped down to I believe take a job in Florida. Um, but he had come yeah, up. It was unrelated to the controversy that surrounded him. He kind of got a new job, as you mentioned. It but, was, but but, but also. It, the circumstances of him leaving as well, not that this job could have been sort of precipitated by that. Yeah, this this it came about. It, it, it was clear that this was not necessarily going to work. And he was still making comments on social media 
even though he had promised the governor um, otherwise, he was still making comments on social media that could be considered controversial even after his appointment as well. So it's likely this would have faced some additional controversy um, as well. So again, um, uh, Anne McLean out on the State Historic Resources Board, again, for comments she made on our station. Um, So do we know if they have made had a replacement now that some time has passed of Flores on that LGBT? I know that there were additional appointments made yesterday. I actually received a press release with a, a long list of appointments. And we're talking everything yeah. from LGBTQ to uh, the Virginia Sheep Board. Um, no. so, so, I mean, well, OK, there, there's a long running joke in Virginia. You know, most pay, uh, most states have like agriculture boards. Right. Um, Virginia has a board for every single product. Like we have a corn, <laughs> we have a corn board and a sheep board and a yeah. cattle board. I mean, we yeah. literally yeah. do have a board for every single product in the in the state of Virginia. Right. Right. So, um, so again, Anne McLean, Anne McLean out. Um, and I don't know if they've named a replacement. I did not see probably a not this quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did not see a historic resources name on the board. I did see LGBTQ plus uh, appointments, but I did not see. Um, and I want to say a member of the log cabin Republicans was added to the list, but that, you know, that's, that's off the top of my head right now. I don't have the, the email in front of me. Um, moving on to our, our, our second big story, uh, state police continuing to look for a suspect um, in a shooting of a deputy in Charles city County. Now Charles city County doesn't normally make a whole lot of news, but this is a rather big deal uh, in Charles city uh, overnight uh, and continuing on today. Yes, this uh, incident happened last evening where there was a suspected robbery at this Dollar General in Charles City. And uh, uh, when deputies arrived on the scene, sheriff's deputies, uh, exchange of gunfire between the suspect and the deputy happened that one of the deputies was struck. Uh, The good news is he's been treated and released. The injuries were non-life threatening to begin with. So but the good news is he's out of the hospital now and I assume going to recover yeah. A little bit because I'm sure it wasn't, you know, just like a, a graze of a, you know, of a bullet or something like that. I'm sure it was something that's going to take some time to to recover from anyway. Yeah. But uh, they're still looking for the suspect who I think at last report was fled off into the woods uh, behind the store or yeah. near the store or something like that. And the difficult thing is they don't really have a good shot of this suspect. And that's to no fault of anybody's. That's no, just the surveillance photo shows his back to the camera. Yeah. Plus he was, plus he was wearing a hoodie, a mask right. and, and, um, and gloves. So they, the, I mean, like the hoodie was kind of wrapped around his face. Yeah. And he was wearing a mask too, which I'm not sure if he was doing that in a criminal sense or if he was trying to do it in a health conscious sense you know, because of the pandemic, but, uh, you know, he was wearing all that. So it's difficult to, to kind of describe this guy. So it'll be challenging, uh, but, you know, to, to find the guy, but hopefully he can be found. Yeah. A cu- couple of things. They, they did say they believe he took off in a car after going into the woods, not that the car was in the woods, but that the car was nearby the woods um, and yeah. that he was able to, to escape through there. Also, and, and this was lucky that it really wasn't worse than it was because apparently there was gunshot, a gunshot fired inside the store and then an exchange of gunfire outside the store outside as well. Yeah. So yeah. this could have, this could have been, been very bad. Thankfully, it was just the deputy that was shot. Not that we're happy the deputy was shot. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying there. Well, it's good news that he's been out of the house. He is out of the house. And that he was wearing a ballistic vest. And, yes. and I guess this is a good thing to point out uh, that, 
you know, those, those vests, they do stop bullets, but they still hurt when you get hit. I mean, oh you, my can gosh, break, yeah. you, can, yeah. you can break ribs getting shot right. while wearing one of those vests. It is not armor. It's yeah. just, it's, it's a layer of protection. That's, you know, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Doesn't, doesn't uh, you know, prevent you from being shot. Yeah. And, and our final story. And, um, we do need to credit our uh, new part-timer, uh, David Le- Lefkowitz, on, on this because uh, he did a lot of the uh, groundwork and a lot of the, uh, the, the work on this story. Um, and he will be making appearances eventually uh, on, on this podcast as well. Um, the uh, mayor announced, uh, Mayor LeVar Stoney announced a, uh, volu- went the, the information for the voluntary gun buyback program, uh, which is going to take place on August 20th at uh, Liberation Church which is on Midlothian Turnpike uh, in, in, in the uh, southern part of the city, in South Richmond. Um, yeah. It'll start at 10 a.m. And they're handing out gift cards. Um, the, the cards uh, value will, will range depending on what type of gun you're turning in. I believe it's 250 for an assault rifle. Um, right, 200 now, for a, uh, oh, I can't remember now. It's yeah, 150 for a rifle. Yes. But there's another category besides assault. There was, like, there was a handgun and then there handgun, was. That's it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Handgun is 200 and then an inoperable gun only gets you $25, now, but that, still. Yeah. And, and, and let me stress, stress, this is the information that the mayor's office provided. I do not know exactly which gun qualifies as an assault rifle for the purposes of this buyback. I do not know which qualifies as an um, a handgun. I do know that there are some handguns that are as uh, powerful as assault rifles. I'm not getting into. I'm just telling you what they're offering in this buyback uh, process. Um, and and I, I guess you need to take that up with the Stony administration. Exactly what qualifies where and when. Um, they are stressing a few things. One, if you're bringing a gun to turn it in, have it in your trunk and have it unloaded. Also, you need to be over. The age of 18. Why? Because it's a crime to be ha- to have a gun under the age of 18. Right. So don't want to get in trouble with the law enforcement. Uh, right. And we should say the gift cards, I believe, are from Amazon, Foot Locker, Kroger, and I want to um, say Walmart, was it? Walmart. Yeah, that's it. The fourth one was Walmart. Yep. Yeah. So, so again, that'll be on the 20th, start at 10 o'clock. He did uh, mention that uh, there was a gun, a similar program in Sacramento and they ran out of gift cards in an hour. And that's what he's kind of hoping for something along that line. Um, And again, the goal is to get uh, weapons off of the street. Um, He does, he says it's part of his overall policy to, to reduce gun violence. Um, So Again, that's that'll be taking place if you have a gun that you no longer need or worried about it potentially being stolen or just want to get rid of it. Hey, here's your chance to, to get some money for it. So, right. right. So. And along with that, tonight is National Night Out. So that's, um, you know, kind of ties into the crime thing. Exactly. Exactly. And in fact, I think there was already an event uh, this morning. There was. Yeah. I know it's National Night Out for, for those for those listening <laughs> on the podcast. Did the National Morning to Early Afternoon Out. That yeah, was there exactly. It was in, like, in a location. Yep. It was national lunch out, is what it was. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, they had that. one down in Chesterfield, and there'll be events around the area tonight. And also understand that in some places there may be, and I think I saw GRTC announce this on their Twitter. There may be some adjustments to roads and uh, to, to bus routes. Route, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I was saying roads. 
roads if, if you're going to be driving down them, but also bus oh. routes because of a neighborhood event. So just be aware that there are going to be, be people out and about this evening. And to clarify that Chesterfield event where it, it happened late morning to early afternoon is not the only Chesterfield event. It was no. just one that started at that time. Yeah, just exa- exactly. We just found it u- unique and interesting. So, yeah. So anyways, that's basically what we have for you today. Obviously a pretty newsy day, um, you know, uh, here in the Commonwealth, here in, here in Richmond as well. So, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of big stuff uh, going on around, around the state. So anyways, He's Jeff Stapleton. I'm Matt Demline. This has been episode 35 of It's News to Us, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 